It feels like a perfect night to dress up like hipsters and make fun of our exes. Uh-uh, uh-uh. It feels like a perfect night for breakfast at midnight to fall in love with strangers. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah. yeah. We're happy, free, confused, and lonely at the same time. It's miserable and magical. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Tonight's the night when we forget about the deadlines. It's Damn. time. Uh-oh. I don't know about you, but I'm, but I'm feeling 22. Everything will be all right if you keep me next, next to you. you. I don't know, don't about, know about me, me but I bet you want to. Everything will be alright if we just keep dancing like we're 22. Yeah. 22. This is the 22nd episode. That was probably hard to listen to. Well, you got through it. Congratulations. <laughs> You've made it through the gauntlet of fists and you have now arrived on the other we side here, my at friend. the Suck My Fanfic. Fic. 22nd episode, Extravagant Spectacular Bonanza. That, of course, was the musical stylings of your wonderful host, Taylor Alex. Swift. Oh, Taylor Swift. Alex, Alex Swift. To Alex Swift, yes. And I'm I don't Ryan. know about you, but I'm, I'm feeling 22 right I'm now. I'm feeling pretty 22 episodes. GD 22 right Not now. Not going to lie to you, I honestly <laughs> never really expected to get this far, so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're here, though. We've made it. I, of... I, you didn't expect, I certainly did not expect me to get this far. <laughs> I was going to flake <laughs> yeah, out. We do not stick with things. No, 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 no. no, no, uh, no. But after episode when one. When they're wildly unsuccessful, though, yeah. we do. That's the only time to... <laughs> Grit and bear it. Absolutely. Why would we stick with something that we've mastered? I've got the New Jersey grit in me. Yeah. I've got to just keep grinding. Yeah, the Jersey Shore, the grit the from Jersey, the sand. sand. We all doing it on the beach yeah. with the syringes. The syringes. Yeah. <laughs> I just watched that episode of Always Sunny in yep. Philadelphia. Rum ham. That's a great episode. <laughs> the rum ham episode. Yeah. yeah, I love. Uh, Dee and Dennis just romanticize the Jersey Shore and they go there and like, it's trash! This place is awful! Yeah, they get, um, yeah, the yeah. bank robbery. Yeah. My, my dad actually has some, some memories of the Jersey Shore because his family. If you uh, have memories of the Jersey Shore, yeah. you didn't do it right. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was like 14 when he went. I stand by what I've said. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I think he was an alcoholic until he was 14, so he didn't do it right. Yeah. Anyways, hello everybody. This is Suck My Fanfic, 22nd episode, not at the Jersey Shore. We're still in Manhattan, sorry to say that. Mm-hmm. And I think we have a real doozy for you this week. Ooh. Ryan doesn't know what my fic is this no week. No idea. So before we get started with the fanfic, I have two pretty interesting things. Okay. One, I wanted to go through and kind of give a, uh, a, nice little, a nice little rundown of all of the different a countries a that people have down. listened to us in. Oh, okay. Yes. So obviously the U.S., Obviously. Duh. Duh. Canada. Oh. Got Canada. Hello. So that's North America. Wait, we have some countries in North America. We have America. an iron I, yeah. grip. Come on, Mexico. On North America. Come on, Mexico. Listen to us. North America. Boom. So that's one continent. We have at least one listener on. You ready? Ireland. Ooh. UK. Top, top of the morning Great to Britain. you. Great Britain. Yeah. Top oh. of the morning to you. Cheerio. Pip, pip. Cheerio. France. Bonjour. Bonjour. Netherlands, Germany, Hello. Italy. Bonjour again. What? Bonjour, Bonjour again. again. Bonjour again. Italy. Yeah. Ukraine. Russia. Oh. We actually got a lot of listeners in Russia. Vladimir? Yeah. Is that you? Vlad? Vlad? Are you listening? Bad Vlad. 
Sweden. 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 So there we go. We've got Europe. Wow. We've got North America. We've got Europe. You ready? This one's going to just blow your mind. South Africa. What? We're in Africa, boys. Wow. So South we are, Africa. We're, we're, we're really crushing we're Napoleon at this yeah. point. We are Mr. International. Sorry, Pitbull. Mr. Worldwide. Mr. Worldwide. By the way, just found out he did a cover Toto. of yeah, uh, Africa. Africa by Toto. I don't like Aquaman it's anymore. It's in the movie. I know it is. And I you didn't, didn't realize, know that? I didn't, oh, no, I, I, I didn't realize it was Mr. Worldwide. It was, it was happening. I know it was in the movie. Yeah. Uh, wow. And uh, Australia. Australia. Oh. Australia. Good eye. Good eye. Uh, also, Sri Lanka. Really? we got to listen in Sri Lanka. So we have every continent besides the penguins in Antarctica. Hmm. And anyone in South America. Someone, please. please. One of you. <laughs> please give us a We just want that continent. But we've got all the others. Oh, man. If we were playing Risk, we'd be doing really well we'd right now. We'd be doing really well right now. Australia's a good one. Yeah. You get Australia's your, a good one. But yeah. you're back against the wall and yeah. you really just defend to the end. Yeah. You know that in Australia... Uh, you know when you, you flush your toilet, water goes the other way down there. Because it's in the southern hemisphere. Yeah. Look at that. Is that true? I don't think it is. I think that's just I think a, it's yeah. just something made up, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know, well, well, they, have off, to wear, uh, they have to wear magnetic boots or else they'll fall yeah. off the earth. Well, no, no, no. I mean, the earth's flat, so the spinning doesn't really matter where you are because right. it's all flat. It's all, We're all on the disc. Mm-hmm. Antarctica is really just the rock. Uh, what's it called? The ice wall. Great, ice, great yeah. ice wall. Yeah. You know, the on the other King side of the ice the wall, side. there's uh, more continents, more land. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, the globalists, the global elite just doesn't want us to have that land. They want to keep us slaves to this land. I was in an airplane the last week. Yeah. I saw no curve. That's all I'm going to say. Wow. That's all I'm going to say. I believe it. I believe it. Me too. We all believe yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Some people just deny it. Yeah. When my when my brother was in middle school, he was a part of this project where they were going to make a weather balloon, mm-hmm. and it was they were going to they were going to set it off at uh, Kennedy Space Center, and they did. But then the Air Force came and took the weather balloon. Oh, at, now that now, sounds very suspicious. They claim it got as high to see the curvature of the Earth. I haven't seen the footage, but the Air Force said there was some sensitive stuff on there, and they weren't allowed to have it. Oh, okay. I bet they said it was yeah. because it was about the, you know, being near yeah, the NASA, Air Force, base, or yeah, Air Force whatever, bases, yeah. all Some this. Yes. They just didn't want us to know. That there's no curve. There's no curve. No. no. We're also on the back of a giant tortoise. Mm-hmm. It's, and then below that is another yeah, tortoise. There's another tortoise. And then another, it's just turtles all the way turtles down. Turtles all the way down. Isn't that a John Green book? Turtles, it's it's based off this time Stephen King, or not Stephen King, Stephen Hawking gave, yeah. a, gave a talk, and he explained, like, the universe and everything, and this lady said, well, you're wrong. It's wrong on the back of a turtle. And he's like, yeah, well, what's below that? And she's like, a turtle? And he's like, well, what's below that? And she said, it's turtles all the way down. Is that and he really was just the, like, he was like, wow, that's... You're fucking with me. That's a real thing that happened. That's really this... Wow. It's Stephen King... To, uh, Stephen King. Stephen Hawking. Stephen Hawking. Very different people. They look the same. They, he, uh, he tells this story. Um, sound the same. He tells that story because he's, he's just a good guy. Yeah. And it struck him as funny. It's that funny. is funny. Yeah. The weather balloon story is true, though. The, the Earth is flat. That's but, true okay. as well. That, okay. Well, yeah, that, that part's true. 100% I, true. My brother really did make a weather balloon, and it got taken by the Air Force. So, so I'm glad that all of us on the same plane, yeah. the same literally mm-hmm, yeah. two-dimensional plane, yes. are uh, in agreement over yes. this. And Gravity is actually just the disk moving up. I'd love... Probably because more turtles are getting added. Mm, God, so more turtles are being added every, every day, day, people! And I would love to know how 
you found this podcast if you're in another because i think we you know we're mostly just tweeting like in english yeah, to yeah. people like yeah. in this country how do you find us yeah how do you find reach us? out to us are there international any listeners? fan fictions that we don't like any yeah. fans we don't know about that yeah. you want us to read like that'd be awesome yeah. and when i say international listeners henry calm down dude like come on come on dude yeah you speak english you know what i'm talking about yeah. we're, we're talking about the 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 international listeners of many flavors yes henry you're just as pasty as we are mm-hmm. i presume i don't know um, we're pretty pasty, mm-hmm. so it's whatever. It's whatever. So yes, I wanted to kind of go. I thought that was fun. I thought it was pretty cool to know that people are listening to us internationally. That's we are, amazing. We are the pit bulls of the world. <sighs> Thank you so much. Yes, and so I also found an article called "Which Avengers Are Having the Most Gay Sex According to Fan Fiction." It's on <laughs> Out dot com. Tony and Steve. Yes, and so they went onto archive of our own, looked at the MCU tag, Good place compiled to start. a list. Yep. So we got Steve Rogers and Bucky Barnes, 37,326 stories. Mm-hmm. They're really in there. Stucky. In each other. Yeah. Stucky. Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, 22,390. Mm. Uh, not as kind many, of, but of, yeah. That's there, a big difference. There are a lot of homoerotic overtones in, like, yeah. you know, Winter Soldier. That is America's ass. It that, is. That's, yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. Clint Barton, Phil Coulson. Oh, yeah. Sort of surprised by nope, that one. I've but seen okay. that a lot. 9,600 works. Loki, Tony Stark. Really don't get that one, honestly. But that's 7,653. Loney. Loney. Is that a real thing? Loney or Toki. Depends on who you ask. Oh, my God. Depends on if you're Australia, it's Toki. And anywhere else, it's Loney. This one's still weird to me. Peter Parker, Tony Stark. Mm -hmm. Just uh, That's uh, 7,314. Plenty owe that. Yeah. I can attest. Yeah. Mainly because it's weird to me that he's supposed to be like a dad. But then it's like he's doing them. So, I don't know. Loki Thor, incest. Not really, though, nope. because Loki's adopted. Yep, he's an ice giant. Yes. 6152, and uh, that's, that's, that's all that's on the list, but I thought that was just kind of an interesting... You know what's messed up? What's messed up? No Falcon. Yeah. No Hulk. Hmm. Well, I, I wouldn't want to get hulked out, if you know what I'm saying. I feel like there that is that is ripe for the picking. Yeah. That is definitely... Yeah. That's almost know. like a nodding thing. That 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 nodding makes sense. He it gets does. in you as Bruce Banner, he expands, he nods you. Just imagine the, 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 the language you can use with the yeah. various veins yes. and the thickness. What color of, would his semen be? That's an honest question. That's not is for it me. Also that's, green? that's for them to... That's for the fan fictioneers to decide. Hmm. But you you are a fan fictioner. You're a fan. You can write that. Yeah, not 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 my fort. In your not head canon, yeah. what color is Hulk semen? <sighs> I'm going to be a doctor. Orange. <laughs> Orange? Yeah. Or no, purple. Oh, so I'd say purple. purple. Yeah, yeah purple. 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 Yeah, that's what color his shorts are. His semen's obviously that color. <laughs> obviously, obviously, it's, obviously, it's purple. What's yeah. wrong with you? Mm-hmm. Those are the rules. Those yeah. are the rules. Uh, Everybody plays by yes, them. Yes, we all play by them. Wow, what a shitty opening topic on my <laughs> on my part for both of them. Um, so I don't know about you. I'm feeling 22. We yep. have a shitty opening topic. And <laughs> Just crushing it. All, yeah. all countries are going dark now. Yeah. We have this huge Ooh, board. Yeah. We have a huge board that like yeah. lights up with like various bulbs yeah. when people are listening, and it's just going completely it's dark. It's like whenever there's a movie with an alien invasion and they just invade Earth. Mm-hmm. It's like that, but the aliens are our listeners. Yeah, exactly. They're just – or not Earth. They just invade the U.S. Yes. They're just and the, and the, the lights go off. Yeah. yeah. And all, all the other countries are like, what? There's an invasion? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you talking about? That's actually why I like the uh, the Justice League t- uh, TV series because they show them like fighting aliens or like a, an attack all over the Earth. Yeah, it's makes very sense. considerate of other countries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything doesn't happen just in Wakanda. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It happens all over. That the place. honestly, during Endgame when Black Panther comes out, mm-hmm. 
you could tell who was in the theater because all you heard oh. was Wakanda forever, yeah. and that was from people watching. You're oh. like, yep, I know who really likes Black Panther. People got hyped too. Yeah. People definitely got hyped. Yeah. A lot of people really got hyped when Spider Man showed up. Yeah, yeah. Like this was, kid, yeah. I, I was sitting next to a little kid when I was watching it, and you know, tried the yawn move. Yeah. But his mom was there, so it didn't really work. Couldn't put my arm around his shoulders. Yeah. But when <laughs> Spider Man came, he was like, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And like when these people started, he was getting so hyped, yeah. and I was like. Yeah, like man, I forgot like how much I used to really love yeah. these characters before it was oversaturated. Yeah, I feel like. but this—I mean, this kid was. I mean, before I had him. other things I had to worry about, like yeah. go to work. And this yeah. kid, like, this is like Doctor Str- Doctor Strange. I'm like, I, I've seen Doctor Strange movie once. I liked it, but like, I liked it. And this kid was like Doctor Strange. And I was like, good for him. That's a really good way to and watch. That this movie. is why these movies are being made. This kid right here. Yes. Yeah. And that's why I was like, nice. Yeah. I can sit here for cool. three hours and watch. This. That's how I was when all of the women stopped fighting and conveniently got to the same part of the battlefield just to say we got her back mm-hmm. and then not do anything. Mm-hmm. That's how I was. There's. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah I, know, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. But there was something like, like why, like why did they need to help Captain Marvel? She just flew through a spaceship. Literally, literally she doesn't need her she back. Just, the, they have the mar- the thing where like, what are they turning their guns to? Someone's entering the atmosphere. She mercs an entire warship, which is fine. No, that's, I don't care. Superman could do that. I don't care. That's I don't fine. Care if a character like, has a power level, but she why? doesn't need she doesn't need help from <laughs> from Gwyneth from Shuri. <laughs> Who has the arm blasters? Like I would say that Gwyneth Paltrow is even more useless because yes. she's well, not okay, a fighter. I, I haven't seen Iron Man three, so I started criticizing that, and I was told that's not fair. She actually does fight in Iron Man three. Okay, but because she's so. like in the suit, and the suit does. Yeah. Well, I mean that's I, that's my whole problem with an Iron Man, the concept of an Iron Man to begin with, because it's like if you can just put the suit on anybody. Oh yeah, he's not special well, anymore. If you can put an Iron Spider suit on Peter, and he's just Iron Man, why the fuck do I care? Yeah, dude, take away the suit. What are you? Genius, billionaire, billionaire philanthropist, yeah. playboy. He's still all those things. He He's is. the guy who saved the universe. He laid down times. his life. Yeah. What's we're, your superpower? We're, I'm rich. We're cutting down. We're cutting out all this because it's spoilers. Maybe we'll put this in the Patreon. Dude, this is going to be like a month after the movie comes out. Even still further, so. too sensitive. I don't think so. Uh, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't seen the most profitable movie ever by now, I mean, I'm sorry. I saw this kid on Facebook. He posted today and said, "Avengers Endgame." Spoiler. Wow. And I was like, what? And everyone was like, did you just see it? He's like, yeah, I just. I, I've been busy. I just saw I was like, Ugh. I have friends that are like, third time's a charm. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, maybe that's our opening topic, our, our end game review, hmm. which is like totally going to invalidate my opinion because quite frankly, I thought Infinity War was better. Was, oh, yeah. Infinity War yeah. was pretty sweet. I think Endgame had really high points and I think Endgame had really low points personally. Infinity War was just super tight and yes. it wove a bunch of stories. It Endgame, was, well, I wouldn't Endgame say it was, was more, tight. It was going to cut out about 30 minutes sure. and it would have been the same movie. But Endgame was more about like, Closing up Tony Stark and the original Avengers. I hate movies that are just fan service, and that's what Endgame felt like to me. But it wasn't so fan. It was also like they had to go back and no, I got to it. Do it. I, I and they just it. happened to be like, member Guardians of the member? Galaxy. It was. It was all. Was member it you berries. that told me it was I just member, member? Yeah, berries, yeah. yeah. It was just member berries. Like, From South member Park. Guardians. And I remember. And there's your South Park reference. Yeah, yeah there we go. South Park. We always get it. Nailed it. We always get it. Always. But it was. Uh, Remember when when uh, we hadn't found out who the uh, Winter Soldier was yet? I remember. Because mm-hmm. when he's like, uh, Bucky's still alive. Bucky's alive. Yeah. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, I did not like dabbing Hulk. I thought that was a that war was... crime and an atrocity. <laughs> I don't really, uh, yeah, don't care for that. Whenever no. Mark Ruffalo tries to get too cute, it's no. just not okay. No. I, yeah. I, I, I didn't like the whole Professor Hulk thing. I just, uh, I was a really, I was like, good for them. Flabby Thor. Um, I didn't like that. 
at you know all. why? You know why I like that? It was because I didn't like it, and I was like, "Wow, they're this movie is going to be." Make You're going to watch two, it? Fuck you! They're going to make two billion dollars, yeah. and they're making these weird, like Elseworldly comic yeah. book choices. I was like, "Good on them!" I I Good really did lose my shit when Tony, uh, not Tony, when Steve said Hail Hydra. I was like, oh, "That was dope. That was cool. That was, dope. That was cool." But when he picks up that hammer, that's one of the that that's was one of the that's coolest, the moments. strongest moment in all the MCU. That's one of the coolest my moments. Mind. One of the coolest moments on I've ever seen in awesome. a movie theater. It was awesome. At the same time, I really, 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 really got bothered by the way they ended Steve's story. Oh, how he just becomes an old man? Because... There's, there's too many plot holes. Don't think about it. Don't think about it. Let's not discuss it here. Look, all I'm saying... We can't. All I'm saying is it sounds like Marvel wanted to have their cake and eat it, too. Yeah. It's like, all the cool shit that you were familiar with, he still did, but he also gets a happy ending. <laughs> Fuck you. And also... You can't have both. That means he lived through everything and let everything happen. Like, he let everyone yeah. die. He yeah. let everything... He, he let, knew what was going on this entire he let, time. He let Tony Stark's parents die. Yeah. Because he knew where what was going to happen, when it was going to happen. Yeah, so I just I didn't like that. I didn't. I wasn't a fan of. I that. I thought it was fine. If you didn't think about it, it was it was also, the right ending for the man out of time. Why has why is Scott's daughter aged like twenty years, and no one in Spider Man's universe is aged at all? That's why I'm waiting for Spider Man to come out because they're gonna have to explain that. Well, how the fuck is every character important to Peter Parker? All of them got snapped at the that's same time. Literally, literally, that's like lining up all like let's just say ten, let's say seven characters mm-hmm. that are important to Spider Man's movies. And going, all right, this coin toss has to be heads. Oh, yep. it's heads. This one has to be heads. Oh, it's heads. Seven times it was all heads. Fuck you. No, it wasn't. Yep. I don't believe it. So at the same time, as I said on Twitter, I'm also sitting there believing that a man can swing from webs and that... It's a point three. It's a point four percent chance, in case you're wondering. Point four percent of them chance. all, and a fifty-fifty shot of them all happening. Well, I, happening. I, law of averages says it's possible. I just think it's unlikely. So is a man who can do whatever a no, spider yeah, can. No, yeah, no, yeah. I, I get it. Just like law of averages states that some planets might have been completely spared, some planets might have been completely decimated. Sure, yeah. Law of average. I mean, that, like, I get it. I, I understand. I understand mm-hmm. it could happen. Mm-hmm. It's just unlikely to me. What if Thanos it, had snapped convenient. himself? That is that possible? Can the wearer of the Infinity Gauntlet snap himself? Well, I mean, the snapping is not, like, just the only thing the gauntlet does. It's, like, whatever you no, want know, to do yeah. with the gauntlet. So it's like, I'm going to kill everybody by myself. I think that's what he did. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I hate... <laughs> I didn't even hate the... Too many plot holes. Don't think about it. It was a good movie. It was fun. It's like, no. If you're going to be critical of every other movie ever, can't I be critical of this one? Yeah, you can. But yeah. I, that's... When I was watching, I was just like, yeah, yeah. good. Done. Boom. Well, I, I thought it was a good ending, but now they're like, oh, uh, phase four. Fuck you. Oh, my God. We got more shit to come. Yeah, that's why I think, like, this is a really good time for me to kind of, like... I've heard a lot of people say that. Line. They're like, I'm done with the MCU. It was just so... Everything was nice and tight. And, they, again, they're all going to make money. Yeah. The next generation is yeah. going to enjoy them. But, like, our yeah. generation is, like, I made it. The MCU is now complete. I've heard from... Game of Thrones is complete. Star Wars uh, sequel uh, trilogy uh, is complete. Yeah. I've heard from... Upwards of six people that they're done with the MCU and they're excited to see what DC has to offer now because of Shazam and Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Well, there you go. That they're like, I'm moving on. This I got this universe the way I want. I'm moving it. on to ending. critically acclaimed dramas. Dramas. Time for me to grow yeah. up and watch The Wire. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> not not The Wire. Just growing up and watching things that aren't silly. Kid I'm going to start watching Downton Abbey and The News. Uh, I am now I a grown it. up. I'm just kidding. I watch cartoons all the time. Yeah, exactly. yeah. I'm gonna watch nothing but hentai from now on. <laughs> Grown up, adult stuff, adult things, adult hentai things, uh, tentacle porn. It um, is art. It's it's drawings. People worked hard on it. So omitting the tentacle porn and hentai, mm-hmm. I do have a fic this week, and there is and none not, of that involved. Okay, well then, um, you Sorry. can just. I'm gonna I'm gonna get up. 
<laughs> I'm heading out, sorry. The fandom is one that I actually, looking back on it, I kind of hate that I haven't revisited it recently. Uh, Supernatural. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I have watched, I think, up to season 12 of Supernatural. Whoa, that seems like a pretty big investment. Is it not over at that point? No, it, it goes up to 15. Okay, so you're, you're close. Yeah, you're they, close. they confirmed that it's over at 15, which is good because Jensen Ackles and uh, Jared Padalecki... Okay, Jared is probably not going to get any other roles, but Jensen is a gem, and he should get many Jensen. more roles. Yeah. Jensen Ackles, yes. So it's a it's a supernatural. It's a supernatural fanfic, and it's a cross. Ah, I'm not going to tell you what it's crossed with. It's not Scooby Doo. It is not Scooby Doo. Unfortunately, so you found the rare supernatural crossover yes, that, that is, is not, not Scooby Doo or Sherlock. Which is a callback to our Drabbles Part Two. Yes, mm. please go listen. And there's no tentacle porn. No technical part. I have no foundational knowledge when it comes to Supernatural. I don't okay. Know, I don't know any characters' names. I know it's about okay. supernatural beasts, and they're some sort of hunters. Yeah. Their names aren't Hunter, though, which no. still confuses me. <laughs> they're not the two hunters that aren't Hunter. Yes. Whatever. That's what I got. Okay. So Supernatural is super cool. Yeah. Uh, I think the seasons one through five are perfect, quite honestly. It's a little wonky. fight him in the chat fight room me in about the chat, it. Bish. It was supposed to originally end at season three. The 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 guy who developed it, I think his name's Eric Kripke. Kripke. Um, I know his last name's Kripke. I think his last name's Eric or first name. Anyways, Kripke had a couple shows that he had pitched to WB, CW, and all of them had really gotten canceled. And he wrote on a few, and they got canceled. So he's like, man. Everything I'm doing doesn't make it. So I have this thing that's near and dear to me. I really want to do it. And it's probably going to get canceled. So I will write up to three seasons. I don't even think it will get that far. <laughs> and then I'll be done. I don't want to get too invested yes. in this thing. Get my heart broken. And this thing that I love that I think is a great idea. Nice. So it was originally supposed Sounds to like be... man high school, yeah. Yeah. It was originally supposed to be a man and a wife. They were originally supposed to be driving around in a 1965 Mustang. Mr. and Mrs. Hunter. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it got changed because he realized that, the, especially on the CW, the whole romantic drama thing was kind of overplayed. Mm-hmm. And he said that there was something special about a family love, a family drama. True. And he said, okay, I'm going to do brotherly love. I'm going to make it about two brothers, Sam and Two Dean. brothers. Two brothers. I'm going to make it about two brothers. And someone said, hey, a Mustang's cool, but these guys are big. Is there another car that we could do? And he said, okay, fine, 1967. 1967 Chevrolet Impala. Oh, it's nice. flat black. It is the four-door. This guy sounds like he was just shopping for a car. Like he's like, this first yeah. car, and they're like, you can't have that. Uh, how about mm, this other What's the other one on the lot? But the Chevy Impala is honestly perfect for the show. Like I said, it's it's a nice gloss black. It's got all the chrome trim. The It's a little believable when they unbelievable when they do their burnouts because it is an automatic. So they're like burning out. And you know how you burn out in an old car like that? Yeah, yeah. You hold your foot on the brake and the gas. Eh. They're just doing it to show off. Yeah, whatever. It, it's not like when you burn out in a manual. Mm-hmm. And an old car like that should be manual. I get it. It's a little bit harder, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but they could, they could have had cool scenes where you know, they were like shifting and everything. Oh, yeah. Away from just shit. like in Need for, need for uh, not Need for Speed, uh, Fast and the Furious, yeah. where there's infinite gears. Yes. Downshift, Dom. Yeah, yeah. Downshift. But... In this, they just like, go, Sammy! And then he just like steps on the gas, and then it's automatic. Oh, yeah, we should explain automatic transmissions to our international listeners, because it's mostly manual across the pond and beyond. Really? Yeah. I thought it was only like that in like the developing countries. No. Oh, yeah, no, no. No. Ma- manual cars are, manual transmissions are huge in other countries. Mm. Yeah. Is that really need to be explained? That's not self-explanatory? 
You don't have a clutch or a gear shift. You just put it in drive. And you still suck at driving. If you yeah. live in Well, New you're Jersey, actually worse yeah. at driving. Because <laughs> you totally zone out. You just kind of glide do. down the road. Like, there are a lot of chases in this show, so it's like, Go, Sammy! And then he just, like, puts his foot on the gas and goes, you know? They're... Pedal to the metal. Yeah, and I, my first car that I drove regularly was a manual, so mm-hmm. I have that experience and that love for that slick, like, oh, yeah. shift. I still like... have a manual, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's a... Not a hatchback Honda, but it's still a manual. Yeah, yeah. it's zippy. It's zippy. It's okay, zippy, yeah. so these guys are driving around in their zippy and Impala. Zippy imp- <laughs> is the Impala, Impala really important to the show? The Impala is like the soul of the show. <laughs> is it like Christine? Like it's an actual no, car that okay. talks or Kit? So basically, they say this in the first episode. Get pissed off at me if you think it's a fucking spoiler. Every episode after that, it's in the goddamn title, like the you know the the title credits. Basically. Also, this show came out 15 years ago, yeah. so... Yeah, sorry if I'm spoiling something for you. I'm trying to explain it. We just talked about Endgame. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, spoilers. <laughs> We're in a spoiler mode. Yeah. It starts off where there's basically, like, a demon looking at Sam as a baby. And so Sam's mom, as she's, like, trying to fight the demon off, gets basically, like, shot to the roof. And then the house gets set on fire. So the baby gets handed off to Dean. Dean runs out with his little brother... The dad. How much older is he? Uh, I think he's like four or five years older. Okay. So he's like old enough to carry a baby. The dad tries to stop it, can't, runs out of the house, house burns down, Mom's die. mom dies. Mm-hmm. Dad, John John Winchester, I believe is his name. A lot of dudes in this show. Mm, eh. Okay. Uh, but the dad, played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Negan. Negan. Oh. And Thomas Wayne, who oh. would be an amazing Flashpoint Batman, just Sweet. saying. He is the Papa Winchester and he realizes that there are supernatural things out there mm-hmm. and so he's going to become a hunter to fight oh, them. He's going to train so his son. No one ends up like his wife. Nice. So he trains his son. It's like kick-ass. Like he trains his kids yeah. to be like yeah. machines. Exactly. And nice. so they, they go across the country. It's very Americana where they're stomping It's like hotels. an anthology kind of deal. They're yeah. drifting from town to town. Yeah, town to town. Uh, very similar to American Gods actually. How they're going town to town solving these like these the, uh, supernatural Did you watch the original Incredible Hulk TV show? No. It was like that. Is it like that? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so they, they would, you know, they, oh, I hear, heard reports of a Wendigo, and they would like, go Oh, that sounds to, awesome. Yeah, and, and so they would go there, and they would like fight the monster. Oh, okay. And, um, it's almost like Buffy when yeah, the, the different yeah, monsters yeah. come to town. And a lot of the first season is, a lot of the show in general is like this, but a lot of the first season especially is like research. And while they're researching, they're explaining it to the audience. So oh, if there's sweet. a new supernatural creature you've never heard of, you learn about it. So like, I didn't know what a Wendigo is. I couldn't tell you anymore because it's been a while since mm-hmm. I watched the first season. But Wendigo, cool. You learn about it. They fight it. You know, that's awesome. Uh, there's one particular episode in the first season that's really it's it's very horror driven, obviously. But they're in an asylum and they're trying to fight a haunting, and they go into like all the lore of like how to fight ghosts and oh, salt. Sweet. And what's really cool is they have like shotguns. Salt. I learned that from Hocus Pocus. Exactly. Hoc- that's a great movie, by the way. It is. Uh, in their shotgun shells, they've removed the um, the buck and they put in salt. They put in salt, that's so they shoot at ghosts sweet. with guns. And that's like, awesome. It's so cool. And I should probably watch. Where can you watch this it's on, on Netflix? Like, oh, yeah. fucking watch it. Maybe and, I'll watch it. Um, I would honestly say, if you're gonna watch it but you don't want to commit to the whole thing, stop at the end of season five. Stop a minute before season five's over because season five, like, are each is each season like thirty episodes, episodes. and 20, they're like okay. forty five minutes long. Yes. So, one, two, and I'm standing on the precipice of a very tricky situation. (laughs) One, two, and three are 22 episodes. Four is, I think, 12. Five is 22. Because he only wrote up to three. Yeah. Three ended on a really good note. Okay. And then they were like, hey, can you expand on this? And he's like, yeah, 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 but I'll only go to five. I, like, 
I only wrote to three, but I'll go to five. Okay. Then five ended really well, and they're like, hey, can you keep going? And he's okay. like, I don't want to, but I will. And everyone enjoyed it. Uh, I believe Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki, Padalecki are two of the highest paid people on television right now. Mm. They get paid like a million or upwards of a million dollars every episode. Well, the Big Bang they're folks, set. they get paid a lot. Yeah. They get a couple yeah. million episodes. But Supernatural is still doing really well. It's still on. Yeah. Their, oh. their final season is this upcoming one. It's going to oh, be the 15th. Okay. Yeah. Well, that might be a perfect time for... Yeah. This is very topical. Yeah, it's good, very topical. Good you. Thank good you, you, Alex. Thank you, friend. But I would... I would uh, Three deals. Uh, okay, so the, the the joke because it happens so many times after season five is that one of the brothers puts himself in a situation where they're going to die, and the other one sacrifices himself for it. And then they always feel guilt when they do that. They go back and forth, and so three ends on a note with one of the brothers going to hell. I won't say which one, mm-hmm. and then he gets pulled out of hell, and then that's when they introduce angels. So demons are a Sweet. constant thing throughout so the series. So now there's good supernatural things. No, the angels are also evil. Ooh. That's the thing. It's a very ambiguous Saucy. angels where they're they're doing they have good intentions, but they're they have very bad means, mm-hmm. and they have a very bad hierarchy of angels that are manipulating people. Like and, Albert Pujols is an ambiguous angel. Like yes. The guy's a Hall of Famer, exactly. But he's not good. No. You could hit a, two exactly. homers in a game or strike out for exactly. three straight games. And what's really cool is. Demons, like I said, are a constant thread in the show since season one, even. Mm-hmm. And the demons don't have to ask to possess people. The angels do. Mm-hmm. So the angels are even more manipulative because they have to lie to get inside your body because they need a physical being. Okay. And um, they, they also say that every angel has like a true vessel. And when the angels come in, they have this big apoc- apocalyptic... Oh, this is like altered carbon. Yeah, it's big. It's awesome. It, it gives this big apocalyptic um, story... And it's centered around the brothers. And it's awesome. It's great. Um, this I, definitely sounds like something I'd be interested in. It's fun. In. And the yeah. first, literally the first season is nothing but hunting and fighting these new things, trying to get their dad back. Because okay. what happens is... Well, no, no, no. I'm going to watch it. So no, no, no. no, no, no. I'm just, Papa Winchester raises the sons. Yeah, I got you. And Sam does not want to be a hunter. Sam's super smart. Mm-hmm. He, he goes to Stanford. Mm-hmm. He has a life. He has a girlfriend. And he's getting out of the game. But the thing is, is you once you're a hunter, you're never not a hunter. And Sam and Dean never had a choice. Sure. And Dean, being the one who didn't have the opportunity to leave. Oh, this all, all sounds nice. Had yeah. all the stuff thrown cool. on him by the dad. Yeah. The only thing Dean can do is be a mechanic because he's worked on the car so much. And the car is kind of like the center of like the family dynamic. Sure, sure, sure. sure. Because that's what they were raised in. That's what their dad had. And they so they would they go town to town. Yeah. Oh, and okay. like Dean has like his name carved in on one of the doors and they mm-hmm. would never replace that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like... Action figures that fell down. Is there a season that begins with the car being destroyed? And it's like, what happens now? And so, like, the next season is Dean, like, rebuilding it. And then then they have um, Bobby, who was basically like a dad to them. He actually taught them how to play baseball and, like, gave them a normal Dad stuff. He did dad stuff. Yeah. But Bobby was kind of like the, um, you know, the the arms dealer for for the dad. And he would be the babysitter. And he'd help him with research. And... God damn it, there are some good episodes with Bobby. And Bobby's not in the series the whole time, mm-hmm. if that gives you any any clue of what's going mm-hmm. on. But fuck, there are some good, good, good episodes with Bobby. Okay. And is, there, is Bobby in this fan fiction? Bobby's not in this fan no, fiction, okay. unfortunately. Because it's a cross, so it's only... Only but, the main characters. Yeah, exactly. And so it's it at the heart of it, it's a brother. It's a brother. Family. Thing. It's a, yeah, show, it's a family, family show. They're trying to get their dad back. Trying to reconnect. They're trying. Yeah, they're trying to save each other from all these bad things that are happening. Mm-hmm. I really like the show. Yeah, it sounds good. I will admit, I think I watched all of season eleven when I had strep throat, so I don't even think I remember it. But 
Um, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Just in like uh, a, a NyQuil and induced yeah. haze. Couldn't just sleep. Like, yeah. yeah. I was in bed for like a week. Fading yeah. in and out. But after season five, they kind of go off the rails a little bit where they, they have to start making up all these new storylines, obviously. But I would say one through five is very contained. After that, it's still entertaining. It's still enjoyable. Okay. If you like the characters, if you like the show, it's worth the investment in time to keep going. But the story's not going to be anywhere near as good. All right. uh, that's pro- I think that's the, probably the fairest okay. thing I can say because one to three is so self-contained. Four and five are one storyline. And every episode, obviously, they're solving like another yeah, crime. Yeah, yeah. But there's, obviously... there's an overarching. Yeah, but there's so you got to keep people coming back to watch the exactly. Actual episodes. It, it, it definitely follows the CW formula, if not helped write the CW formula, mm. especially with like the Arrowverse, mm. where it's like we have this overarching enemy yeah. for this this season. But in 22 episodes, I'm going to be doing yeah. different things every I just, episode. I just get so much fatigue with those shows specifically, yeah. like Arrow, yeah. the Flash. I couldn't get through them because they were yeah. so long and so many episodes. I, I didn't feel that way with Supernatural. Okay. Let me be honest with you. Well, because Especially, it seems like each yeah. one has a really strong structure, yes. and each one is very, very specific. And there, are, there are, uh, there are romances where, like, you really feel it. There's sometimes, you know, Dean revisits a town he visited five years ago, and maybe there are new children in the town that weren't there before. I don't know hmm. uh, if that gives you any idea of what goes nice. on. Boy, yeah, Dean. Yeah, and so Dean. Uh, so who are the who are the brothers? Dean, Dean and Sam, Dean and Sam. Yeah, their dad John, Papa Jim. Winchester. Mm-hmm. What's really cool is the um, Samuel Colt. The there's a he was a demon hunter or he was a, a hunter, so he made supernatural guns, and mm-hmm. so that, that's really cool. There are vampires in the show. There are werewolves. There are skin did they walkers. all have names or is it mostly like just the names of like the main characters? The are... main characters: Sam, Dean, Bobby. There's no like main villain character uh, name. Don't spoil it. Asriel, Asriel the demon. He's a main main villain spoilers earmuffs if you don't want to hear this the angel michael is a villain not surprisingly lucifer is a villain at one point i don't know if this is a spoiler so if i'm spoiling it i'm sorry sam's true vessel is actually lucifer i did earmuffs for both those because now i'm actually gonna watch it yeah i i do recommend it so it's fun it's i would definitely i mean it's funny because it's it's one of those things that it's i guess in high school, you kind of, you know, still, you kind of look at a show and you're like, is that made for dudes or chicks? And you look at Supernatural and a lot of girls watch it. It's about two dudes, like, shooting ghosts and driving around in cars and, like, banging chicks. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like, at the end of the day, like, it's, it's, they drink a lot. You make it sound pretty badass. It is badass. Yeah. It's a good show. And so... I like it. Yeah. Um, I, 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 yeah. I, sure. think, I think I've said my piece. I yeah. think, I think, I think I've explained so we it got thoroughly. Dean and Sam. Dean and Sam. Dean's the older brother. Sam's the younger brother. Sam's the one with the long hair, played mm-hmm. by Jared Padalecki. Interestingly enough, his first love interest slash... What uh, turns uh, into his actual wife? Yep. Okay. And what's really cool is I think it's in season four or five. They have an episode where an angel sends them through this whatever, and they come out on the other side of this reality where their names are Jared Padalecki and... Um, whatever the actress's uh, name is. Yes, Jensen Ackles. And Jared Padalecki is married to the demon, but it's uh, her name in real life. Mm-hmm. And they're on a TV show called Supernatural. And there's like a million Impalas in a parking lot because they keep getting destroyed. Mm. They're like... Sam, where are we? Like, that's, that's meta, man. It gets meta. It's it, meta. They, they really, they really play with it. I, I don't remember what season it is, but there's this one because there's a prophet in the show, and the prophet's writing these books about these two brothers, mm-hmm. and the prophet, you know, is basically telling the story of the coming apocalypse through these book series that never got popular. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's funny about that is 
they start the 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 book series starts to get like a cult following. So they accidentally come across a supernatural. It sounds like Scientology. A little bit, yeah. They they come across a supernatural con where everyone's fans of um, I can't remember what the names are of the the pseudo characters that are just mm-hmm, Sam and mm-hmm. Dean. But they're like, oh, good cosplays. And they're like, we're not <laughs> cosplaying. And then they have one where these girls are, love it, and they're at a high school, and they have a supernatural play. Mm. And the one girl's talking about the subtext between Destiel and um, or Kaz and Dean. So Destiel, the the pairing that's very popular ah. in fanfic. So it gets meta. It gets funny. I mean, so even. Maybe includes some of the fan fiction yeah. community. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, and I, I think it's something that's almost made for fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it really, really breathes that sort of creativity because it's such a wide array of topics. It's, yeah. it's so big. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, like I said, this is a crossover. Okay. I'm, not gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you see if you can pick up what it's crossed over with. You might not because I think what it's crossed with, you've never watched. You don't know that much about, so we'll see. I'm an adult now. I only watch adult things. That's true. I only watch adult things. No more tentacles Absolutely. in my porn. I only watch Just very straight missionary sex. BBC in my dramas. B- I watch. <laughs> if Big it's black if it's cock dramas, <laughs> if it's crossed with Call the Midwife, they'll get it. But I have no idea not, what that is. It's a very serious show. Okay. It's also fantastic. Yes. So this is called Veritas Veritas by Moorish Flower on Archive of Our Own. I like the name already. Yeah. I'm a sucker for like Latin. I just think it sounds yeah. smart. Yeah. The first time they ever encounter the FBI guy is in 1994. Dean is 15 and Sammy is only 11. They're in Rockford, Illinois, and John Winchester is hunting a ghost in a school. Staff members keep turning up the dead. The local police say they're only suicides. Though, luckily, none of the kids have been touched. Their father readily puts himself on any case involving children. Dean doesn't understand it, but Sam seems to get the bigger picture. It's the first time he's known about known more about how people work than Dean does. The FBI guy is sitting in a little blue Honda right in the middle of the school's parking lot. He has a bag of sunflower seeds in his right hand. His hair is messy, and his radio is playing Pearl Jam's Dissident. Dean's only ever heard one song by them before, but he likes it. Mm. So he rolls the window of the Impala further down. Sam is inside the school with their father. They are posing as a concerned parent and his son. Dean would only... Dean would rather wait in the car and watch the FBI guy. That's another thing about Supernatural. They do nothing but classic rock. Hmm. It's badass. The the song that's like the main song for 4 and 5 is Carry On My Wayward Son. Ooh, and it fits perfectly with the song, theme. Yeah. That, perfect for the tone of the show. Kansas. Yeah. Yeah. Dean knows he's from the FBI because he's wearing a black suit. And Dean can see, can see his gun holster. When he turns his head, Dean looks quickly away. A few more minutes pass by. A car door opens. Shuts. A moment later, there's a tap on the passenger side door. Dean looks up. FBI guy has a big nose, but a good smile. He doesn't lo- look like the type to listen to rock and roll. You go to school here? Dean shrugs. He doesn't look at the guy directly in the eye. No, I go to school across town, which will be true for at least another week, allowing a couple of days to solve the killings and then another day to get everything packed up. FBI guy doesn't lean on the car like it's a piece of furniture. Dean respects that. Good, he says. Things are pretty ugly in there. I guess. Dean concedes Sammy and their dad in the school's lobby. They'll be coming out in a few minutes. Hey, kid, do you believe in ghosts? Dean's head snaps around. He stares at the Fed. His smile is still nice. His hair is still messy. I might, he hedges. That's good, too. You know, in Taoism, there's a thing called a hungry ghost. People who die hungry or thirsty or without a roof over their heads turn into these malevolent spirits who come back and eat the emotions of the living. People who've got a hungry ghost feeding off them get sad, and then depressed, and then suicidal. The guy glances up at the school's building. It's all rounded. Dean has been looking, and he is hard-pressed to find a corner. 
and everything is white, from the paint to the bricks to the sidewalks outside. They say that if you design a building in a certain way, it'll attract ghosts, the guy murmurs. Feng shui. Yeah. And then parts, and then past the side of the Impala. Anyways, keep toughing it out, kid. Life gets better after high school. And then Sam and Dad come out of the school, and the guy gets back in the car, and they all go their separate ways. Dad? He asks later. Is there such thing as as a hungry ghost? As it turns out, there is. And it's what they're hunting. That's the first time they meet the FBI guy. Mm. So there's going to be a time jump, but... Uh, one another big theme is like what their lives would have been like had they not been hunters. Mm-hmm. You know, Dean probably would have been captain of the football team. They like really show athletic. this, or they think they just talk about it and they'll, think well, about what show they him, missed. They'll show him when he's like fifteen, yeah. and how he'll have like semi-normal interactions with other. But high then schoolers. he'll go off and have to go and hunt. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, this is um, this is cool. I like yeah. this. Yeah, and it, um, this to me it hits on the theme. It, it, it hits on the tone of Supernatural, where it's really like. Noirish. There, it's mystery, but okay. it's horror. They're solving like this that. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're only giving you bits of information. And they're the first episode, or the first season. I think honestly is so great, self-contained. Mm-hmm. It, to me, it's really season Perfect, one. That's as far as I'm going to get. Exactly, because I don't follow through. Yeah, for me, it's season one is its own thing. Two and three is its own thing. Four and five, and then after that, whatever. But one is very self-contained. They, they, you know, town to town, different monster every time. There is kind of an overarching story at the end where they're trying to get their dad back. And it's just good. It really, really hits on that tone to me. He becomes sort of a local legend amongst hunters, the fed in the suit with the sunflower seeds. Most of the time, he has a redhead with him, and they solve mysteries, like the world is fucking Scooby-Doo, and only they know how to unmask the villain at the end. But then there's a whole year where he doesn't have the redhead with him, and he looks lonelier for it, sadder. Crop circles make him excited. A couple hunters have tried to summon the guy before, like you would a crossroads demon, by rolling some logs around in a couple of cornfields. The fed never showed up, not once. It was like he could smell what was real and what wasn't. They run into him, periodically. First, it's the three of them, Dean, Sam, and their father. And then, for a little bit, it's just Dean and Dad. Sam doesn't trust him, while Sam is still around. But Sam doesn't listen to Pearl Jam, and he says the Fed is probably eating sunflower seeds because he's just quit smoking. So Sam can kiss Dean's ass. Pearl Jam is awesome. So it's written by the perspective of Dean, Mm -hmm. and follows Dean around. They talk again in 1999. They're on a farm in Stanley, Idaho. There's nothing but woods for miles around, and Sam is back at the hotel, studying. He's got he's shot up like six inches in the past few months, and he's still getting used to his new height. It makes him a liability on hunts, so he stays behind. Personally, I can attest to that. <laughs> when I was playing baseball and I grew up, fucking sucked. Couldn't hit anymore. Not that I could hit before, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Drop that batting average a couple points. Dude, when you grow taller and your arms grow, you're like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. I'm used to the kid body. What's the adult body? Where's the instruction manual for yeah, this? Yeah, exactly. And the really crazy thing was when I was uh, in middle school, I remember getting made fun of because I didn't have any hair on my legs yet. And now I'm a bear. And, <laughs> and so I guess I was a bit of a late bloomer. But I just, you know, I remember this, I thought this was funny because I felt Jared Padalecki, I think, is six five, six six in real life. Mm-hmm. So very close to my height. Mm-hmm. Jensen Ackles is still six foot, so he's still tall. But mm-hmm. he's not as tall as his little brother, Sammy. Just knowing that he's like so big, I was like, I got that, Sam. I, I feel Immediate you, Immediate emotional connection yeah. with the character. Yeah, I was like, I feel you, Sam. So I don't know, that, that kind of hit me where I'm like, I get it. I get it for sure. <laughs> it's kind of like how Doom Patrol was yeah. written for you. This yeah. show was written. He's like, oh, Sam's like, yeah, I, I kind of left hunting just because I got my legs just didn't have enough hair. And yeah. you're like, oh, oh it's oh, me. It's me. <laughs> 
When Dad and the Fed see each other, they do this sort of half-nod thing. Then Dad props open the trunk and starts rooting around for the silver bullets. The trunk is an arsenal. It's awesome. I imagine. Yeah. I imagine it would and be. one thing that's really important, too, which is really cool, is they're, like, sigils. So the trunk has a sigil so demons can't get in. Oh, Stuff nice. like that. Yeah. At, at one point, they have to have a sigil so angels can't get in. Just get a um, sigil tattooed on you. Sam and Dean do. Dude, did I write this show? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's really... They have, they have sigils on their bodies so demons can't enter them. But they actually have to get an angel to inscribe a sigil on their bones so angels can't get inside of them. Mm. Yeah. So it, it, it's very, like, when they want to trap a demon, they have to have a specific sigil on the ground and do specific things. Oh, so yeah. this is almost it, like Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, it yeah, really nice. goes into, like, the lore and, like, the, the magic behind it, which is really cool. cool. But it's a very low fantasy. Hmm. So, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Sure. There aren't any ghosts out here, Dean calls out to the guy. He just wants him to know that he remembers. Dad glances up, but doesn't acknowledge the guy's existence any more than he already has. I'm not looking for ghosts this time. Yeah? Well, we're hunting a skinwalker. What's your story? The Fed slants a glance at Dean's way. He's aged well. He must be pushing 40 by now, if not already past it. And all he's got are a couple of crow's feet. When he smiles, it's handsome and unashamed. Hunters are furtive creatures by nature. This guy has a smile that could power a 40-watt bulb. This area has the highest percentage of reported reductions in the state. What, like kidnappings? That's what I want to find out. Come on, Dean, Dad says. The trunk slams shut, and he tosses Dean a shotgun. Dean gets defensive duty whenever his father figures out the monster of the week. I thought that was a pretty funny play, because it's a monster of the week. Monster of the week, yeah. The opposite is true, too. They pass the Fed on their way to the woods, and Dean glances back at him. He's looking up at the sky, like it'll tell him something. It's probably just a skinwalker, he calls back, trying to sound reassuring. We'll take care of it. But a couple of weeks later, Dean checks with Sam, who checks the Stanley newspaper online. And sure enough, literally the day after Dean and John had killed the skinwalker, there had been an, another abduction. Someone living So they on, killed an innocent skinwalker. Oh, the, sometimes it's a little... Sometimes you're like, ah, there's no reason to really kill that vampire. And they just, like, just murder him. Best vampires are dead vampires. Yeah, exactly. Tell you that much right here. Yeah. They also, they get into this really cool concept of the first vampires who are, like, the most powerful. Because a lot of the supernatural creatures have to be turned from humans to the supernatural Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in, like so in, there would uh, be an alpha. Like in uh, Twilight, the the council of the elder vampires. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like in Choices. In Choices. <laughs> like in Choices. Like in Choices. choices. The, the, the mobile app. Yes. That we are currently doing a Let's Play of, maybe. Dabs. Someone living out in the woods is Dad's guess. Some sicko, a monster maybe, but not the sort that we hunt. And it definitely isn't aliens. You do well to stay away from that man. He's that type, you know. So open-minded, his brain's just about fallen out. Yeah, Dean, Sammy says. Stay away from that guy. He's spooky. Whatever. He's got something he believes in. Dean can get behind that. Mm. Dean is not very morally gray in the first five seasons. And they uh, they really are black and white. They try to have a black and white moral code. And Dean really is more of a hero than he lets on to be. Hmm. He's he His character is one of those people who kind of has a martyr complex. He's always putting things on him. He's always trying to help and save people mm -hmm. and do what he can. I mean, that's a, that's every hero. If you yeah. want to be likable, yeah. that's like in uh, Into the Spider-Verse. Yeah. And they're like, who's going to sacrifice exactly. all the Peter Parker's I'll, like, I'll me. Yeah. yeah. That's, that was a good moment. Yeah. Uh, with with Sam, he's a little different. He's kind of has the um, like things are thrust on him, and he's a very he's an academic. He's a reluctant hero. Yeah, sure. Yeah. No, then you get a little of both. That's what I'm saying. Both, yeah, both Sam exactly and Dean, both hunters. Yeah, yeah. And but they go at it for different reasons. Nice. Yeah. 
Sam leaves for college, and Dean sees the Fed, but it's only on occasion. It's the year when he's totally alone, when he rides in his rental car of the week with his bag of sunflower seeds in the passenger seat. Oh, he Rather, has sunflower seeds. No, no, this is still the, the FBI agent. Okay. Rather than a pretty red-haired woman, he goes out of his way to avoid talking to people. If Dean didn't know better, he'd swear the guy was a ghost himself. Do you know who it is? Can you guess? Is this like Men in Black? I don't know. This, this, close, this, close. Uh, he's an FBI agent? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sunflower seeds. They talk once during that year. They're in Luca, Mississippi. It's 2001. Dean is trying out hunting on his own. It involves doing a lot of research by himself and a lot of preparation by himself. But there's a sense of satisfaction when he finally manages to hunt down and kill whatever it is he's put so much work into. His father praises him, but he misses Sammy. Sometimes, if they happen to be close, he borrows the Impala and drives all the way down to Stanford as fast as he can while his dad's asleep. He has to make sure he has the car back by morning, or else there'll be hell to pay. John Winchester seems to care more for his car at this point mm, than his own children. Sure. This is one of the nights when Dean doesn't take the car. Instead, he walks a few blocks to the nearest bar. There are something like seven in the town, all within walking distance of the motel. When he walks inside, no one turns to look at him. All the blood he can feel clinging to his skin and coagulating on his jacket isn't actually there. It's all in his head. He sits at the bar and orders a beer. It takes a few minutes to recognize the man sitting next to him. He's aged. It's only been a few years since Dean last saw the Fed, but he looks like he's aged a lifetime. Yeah. The hair at his temples has gone silver, and he has a scar on his ear, a nick, like someone tried to carve a piece of him off as a trophy. He has a glass of what looks like scotch in front of him, but it doesn't appear to have been touched for a while. It's still full. Hey, Dean says. He doesn't think. He just Is that what does. Dean sounds like? You're that guy. No. Yeah, it's, uh, the joke is, Sam! Dean! <laughs> uh, I, they do that like every episode, basically. <laughs> where they're just calling for, Sam! Dean! Uh, it, there are obvious, obviously things you can criticize about the show, and that's one of them. Where it's, it's very cyclical after five, you know, after 12 seasons. Like, oh, fuck, we get it. One of you is going to sacrifice. Someone's going to say Sam. Exactly. Someone's going to say Dean. Exactly, yeah. The Fed sort of nudges his glass, making the bright amber liquid inside slosh around like an upset stomach. Dean feels nauseous just looking at it. When the bartender sets a bottle in front of him, he focuses on that instead. It's safer. It's been a while, he offers. The Fed shrugs. Two years, not that long. It is when you do what we do. The Fed turns his head and cracks a smile. Dean can see it out of the corner of his eye. It makes him smile, too. It's infectious. Haunted anything interesting lately? The Fed shrugs again. You should know by now what I do. I'm not a hunter. You might as well be. Just because a guy's Jewish doesn't mean he's a rabbi, too. I'm not like you, kid. Dean pops a cap off his beer with his thumbnail, takes a long pull. When he sets the bottle down again, the Fed is watching him. You've seen the things, same as I have. Doesn't matter what you want to be true. You chase after all the things that go bump in the night. Make sure they don't hurt anyone. Face it, FBI. You're a hunter, whether you like it or not. The Fed runs his finger along the rim of his glass. His hair is getting longer, even as it's going gray. It flops over his eyes and makes him look like a big puppy. Dean is reminded, almost painfully so, of Sam. Things have changed a lot, the Fed murmurs. I'm getting old. I'd better I'd be better off leaving the search to you kids. Seriously, what are you, fifty? That's not old. The Fed lifts his finger, but it's only mild offense that colors his expression. Hey, I'm forty five, you little punk. Fifty, Jesus Christ. Dean raises a hand. Sorry, my mistake. That's exactly what I mean, though. You're a good hunter. You've got plenty of time left. Shit, man, it's not like this is the sort of job you can just quit. The Fed freezes. It's like someone reached into his brain and flipped an off switch hidden in there. He's so still that for a second, 
Dean panics and starts to look around for whatever monster is hiding in the bar. What sort of creatures could stop time or freeze someone? Was there a basculist hiding under the karaoke stage or something? Then the world sort of stutter starts and everything is normal again. The Fed picks up his scotch for the first time and takes a sip, then takes a folded bill from his pocket, sets it on the bar, places the glass on top of it. He's getting up to leave, Dean realizes. He's leaving, and I'm never going to see him again. He doesn't know why he thinks that, but he can feel it reverberating in his gut. What's your name, kid? Dean swallows. Dean Winchester. Dean, huh? I thought his name was Dean Swallows. Dean I was Swallow. like, that's a weird last name. Dean Swallows. Dean Hunter. Dean Hunter. Hunter Dean. Dean, huh? I want you to remember something, Dean. It's important, so don't laugh it off or think it's bullshit, all right? Yeah, sure, what is it? The Fed reaches into his pocket. Dean can hear the crinkle of plastic. When the Fed pulls his hand out again, his palm is full of sunflower seeds. The truth is out there. Remember that. He squints, but before Dean can ask what the hell that's supposed to mean, the Fed is popping a few seeds into his mouth, and then he just leaves. Sort of strolls out with his hands in his pockets and his shoulders a little slumped. He looks ragged. Tired. He's still the coolest fucking thing Dean has ever seen. He doesn't see him again for eight years. The FBI guy roams across the country. At first, he hunted monsters on the government's dime, but now he's furtive and quick. He's smaller even as he becomes larger than life. Hunters in Chicago tell stories about how he rolled into town one day in January and set fire into an, to an entire nest of rabid earth elementals, escaping and burning wreckage without so much as a scratch, and then going to get a burger at the diner just down the street, still covered in soot and reeking of smoke. The stories say that his name reflects his spirit animal, shown to him by a Chickasaw shaman. It's either wolf or bear or tiger, no one knows for sure. The stories also say his gun was made by Samuel Colt, that it's supposed to be the prototype for the legendary gun itself. He eats a five-pound steak for breakfast every morning. No, he eats nothing but livers and hearts of animals he's killed himself. Like they make make him like, a, yeah. like super cool, and also like yeah. he, he eats meat. He eats he's a meat. lion. Yeah. In order to absorb their strength, he's the smartest man alive. He's practically practically goodwill hunting. I thought that was I, yeah, come on. He eats thirty four bags of sunflower seeds a day. <laughs> one. This each, is just this guy's shopping list. Yeah, yeah. One for each year that Jesus Christ was alive. He squeezes yeah. from the middle of the toothpaste yeah. too. This guy doesn't give a the guy fuck. Doesn't go. <laughs> He'll drink the milk straight out of the jug. <laughs> Buy one, get one, he buys one. <laughs> and he gets one. The story is, oh, he eats 34 bags of sunflower seeds a day, one for each year that Jesus Christ was alive. <laughs> this is the, the only thing that Dean imagines <laughs> might be based on truth. When he sneezes, hurricanes blow down the coast of Chuck South America. Was, I, thought this was, I thought this was one crossover. Yeah, now no, it's, a, it's Enter it's the Dragon crossover. He once killed a man in a Mexican bar just because he could. Now it sounds like Leroy Jethro Gibbs from NCIS. <laughs> Eight years of this, Dean feels special for knowing the truth. That the FBI guy is just this dude who's getting older and who's trying to do the right thing. He can't kill a vampire with only the power of his mind, but Dean knows that he's got floppy hair and a big nose and that sort of smile that lights up a room. He holds the Fed's last words in his mind. The truth is out there. Dean doesn't know what the truth is, but he supposes it never hurts to look for it. I thought that was a pretty good line. Yeah. Dean and Sam are in Wapunka, Oklahoma. Some witch has been selling enchanted farm equipment that freaks out and kills whoever uses it. And if Dean never sees another tractor as long as he lives, he'll be glad of it. <laughs> That's it so true to this show. They're posing as federal agents. Sam keeps picking up his sleeves, picking at his sleeves. The dry cleaner must have used some chemical that his skin isn't used to. Dean clamps down on the urge to laugh as they step into the county sheriff's office. 
Bit late, fellas, the sheriff says. He doesn't even look up from his desk. Sam blinks. Excuse me? Your supervisor's already here, boy. I'll tell you, I have heard some rumors about redheads, but I never put any stock in them until I met her. <laughs> She's waiting for you in the cooler. Sam looks at Dean, like he'll have answers. Dean just shrugs. What does he look like, a crystal ball? Fuck that. He heads for the cooler, how quaint, before Sam can start acting, asking questions. The morgue looks like every other morgue in the country, maybe a bit smaller, but the shelves are crowded with bone shears and forceps, scissors for cutting clothes, scissors for cutting tissue, boxes of latex gloves, and absolutely everything smells like disinfectant. All in all, it's one of the cleaner morgues Dean's been in. Standing over the autopsy. As far as morgues, he's like a, a Yelp elite reviewer of morgues. Basically, yeah. Well, Dude, I mean, they are, they are always posing as federal agents or cops or whatever. So they're always going in like morgues and oh, like, okay. yeah, seeing dead bodies. I could see him writing a review. When I stepped yeah. <laughs> into this morgue, what was it? Wapahonk? What is it? W- Wapunka, Oklahoma. The Wapunka, Oklahoma morgue brings yeah. about a subtle <laughs> medicinal yeah. tone. The uh, the staff wasn't very friendly. Staff wasn't great, but yeah. it made but the up for it. was nice. Yes. <laughs> Standing more than accommodating. More <laughs> Everyone really seemed to be having a nice visit. Three stars. Yes. Standing over the autopsy table is a petite, red-headed woman. She's wearing a sensible. She's wearing sensible shoes, and her hair is an inny. And the lighting bob. was to die for. Was to die Sorry. for. It was to die for. Her face is just beginning to show the wear and tear of age, but she's still pretty smoking. If Dean were into cougars, he'd go for it. Lying on the slab is the FBI guy. Whoa! Fuck, Dean says, and the woman turns towards him. Her eyes are so intensely blue that for a second, Dean has to pause in order to comprehend them. She's wearing a suit, too. Dean can see the outline of a gun holster against her hip. Is that a gun or are you just happy to see me? Okay. <laughs> Mulder talked about you, she says. Her thumb rests against the Fed's temple, against the thickening patch of gray there. I'm Dana Scully. We were partners. Dean clears his throat. So you, uh, know about all the... He twirls his finger in the air. The universal symbol for crazy, impossible shit. Scully's mouth turns up in a smile. He dragged me everywhere. When we still work together, looking for the truth. Yes, I know. And I know what killed him, too, which is why you're here. I might have sent your friend out there an email. I was hoping you would help me. I'm not as fast as I used to be. Dean can't drag his gaze away from the Fed. Mulder's face. He looks sad, like he doesn't want to see the chase end, even after all the pain it's caused him. Dean reached out, doesn't even think about it, and rests his fingertips next to Scully's. Mulder's skin is tepid, but not cold. Like mm. there's still some fire smoldering inside him, just under his ribcage. Mulder, smolder makes yeah. sense. Yeah. yeah, he croaks. Scully's thumb touches his. I always heard about you, she murmurs. Dean, he said you were a good kid. I have thought he was making you up. A whole family driving around the country hunting monsters? I'm glad he wasn't. You made him happier, even when I couldn't. It was knowing that there were younger people who would keep believing, even after he was gone. She lets out a breath. There's melancholy in her eyes, but it's more bittersweet than anything else. Dean imagines this is probably how Mulder would have wanted to go. He was a hunter, after all. Hunters don't get to die quietly in their sleep surrounded by fat grandkids. The best they can hope for is one last great adventure, going out in a blaze of glory. Mulder would be remembered for decades after today. Decades. Dean can only begin to hope for such an honor. It was a werewolf, Scully says, and then laughs. Short, sharp. I can't believe I'm actually saying that out loud. Mulder would make such a fuss, but it's the truth. It was a werewolf, and I know who it is. Think you can handle it? Dean presses the pad of his thumb against Mulder's jawline. He can hear Sammy out in the lobby, still talking to the sheriff. The truth, he sighs, and then, yeah, yeah, we're ready. 
Just point us in the right direction. We'll go kill us a werewolf. Scully smiles. Dean can see a bit of her partner all caught up in the shape of her mouth and the expressiveness of her eyes. As long as she's alive, some part of Mulder will live on. It's beautiful. Yeah. Sammy! He sticks his head out the door. We've got a lead. Let's go. What? What lead? Where are we going? Dean glances back at Scully, then to his brother. There's a bit of Mulder in them, too, as long as they keep believing. We're going to find the truth. That's the end. Oh, that's the end. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, so it, it wasn't very it's a, it's about It's about the relationship. Yeah. yeah. I really... So, obviously, it's the X-Files, yes. if you couldn't guess. Ryan Ryan got about halfway through. Mm-hmm. After I asked him and he didn't know, he, he got it. I really like the idea of them existing in the same world. Yeah. I think that's really cool. And I like the idea of them crossing paths. And yeah, just, it makes sense. Yeah, just nodding at each other like, yeah, what's... <laughs> We know the deal. What episode are you on? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, oh yeah, that was a yeah. episode. Dude. What's your uh, what's your network again? Ooh, CW. <laughs> okay. Where, oh, you're going you're going to the next town over? Ooh, yikes. Yeah. That was tough. Yeah, that was a bloodbath yeah, over was there. Not yeah. pretty. Well, it's an aliens. It was it was werewolves, <laughs> but Yeah, so I don't know. it was more like a character study. It was more of a just a fun little crossover. I, I thought it was more than fun. Yeah, I, I it liked... sounded like someone who really liked uh, Supernatural but was yeah. like paying like homage yes. to X-Files is yes. kind of like not only uh, is the character like a predecessor for these characters yes. in this universe, but also that show mm-hmm. was a – now that I'm thinking about it, this not, Supernatural sounds a lot like X-Files. Yeah, like a, just with different uh, things. Right, not as – not as like if X-Files was on Spike TV. Yes, Spike TV. That'd be Supernatural. Yeah. Yes. Uh, what do you know about the X-Files? Have you ever watched it? No. No? no. Neither have I, and I feel like we're really lacking. I've heard nothing but good things about the X-Files. I actually wanted to pick this because shout out to Booze and Spirits. Mm-hmm. When we did Drabble Fest, I asked everyone to give us some things to review, and they said X Files, and I said okay. And then we didn't do an X Files one because I was hoping we could find something better. And I think this is better than a Drabble we could have found. Sure, I think this is better than a... you. You think it deserved more? Yes, yes. I think this is better than a poem about Lost that I just kind of <laughs> that we just kind of half ass and yeah, yeah. But yes, so from what I know... Shout out Drinkopedia. Sorry about yeah. that. Sorry, Drinkopedia. Yeah. But Fox Mulder, David Duchovny, mm-hmm. is a believer. Realist Dana Scully, Jillian Anderson. They kind of have a contrast of their own, where she doesn't believe, he believes, and they that, look for the I, truth. That's probably got to get a, like annoying after. Like, how many times can you not believe? Like, you just saw it yeah, last yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I, I, I've never seen it. I'm sure they have to have, like, ambiguous endings. People love the show. Yeah. yeah they love it, so. Yeah, it's like the highest rated uh, science fiction series ever mm-hmm. in TV history. It's, yeah, it's like in the pantheon of, like, a Star Trek in yeah. terms of science fiction. Yeah. Twilight I, it's, Zone, it's one of those X-Files, like, yeah. Star Trek. Those are exactly. the uh, it's definitely one of those things that I like. It's on my list to watch. I just, you know, haven't gotten around to it at this point. It, it's also one of those things where it's like you look at Supernatural and you're like, how many episodes? How long are they? <laughs> Fuck that. Yeah, it's too much. Holy too much shit. stuff going yeah. on that I can't. And with X Files, it's like, how many episodes? Oh, shit. <laughs> how long? Uh, what, like, are the, what are the main points? What, what, what episodes can I watch to get the main yeah, points of the <laughs> exactly. story? That's what I did with um, Star Wars, Clone, Clone Wars. Oh, really? Yeah. I, um, yeah. That's I had I had to know what was going on in the universe, but I could mm-hmm. not watch C three PO and freaking Chewbacca just do nothing for like ten yeah. episodes. Yeah, didn't have time. Mm-hmm. I was watching a kids show, but it didn't have time. Exactly. But they did reboot the X Files. It is on again. But I guess Jillian Anderson, Dana Scully, mm-hmm. she's leaving again. Okay, so I guess she was on there for like one or two seasons. She JD'd it. Yeah, she JD'd it. 
But no, I, 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 if anything, this just makes me want to watch X-Files even more. I definitely think I need to get around to that because sure. I need to be cultured. I need yeah, to know sure. what's going on. Yeah. If I like Supernatural and it seems so similar to X-Files, yeah. Yeah. yes. But for those of you who know X-Files and Supernatural, I hope you enjoyed this fic. Mm-hmm. I, if I have any criticisms, I think when they were talking about the legends of Mulder. Yeah. It was kind of insane. Like he's a man's yeah, man. He's a man. He ate one bag of sunflower seeds for every day that Jesus was alive. <laughs> but he believes in aliens. He drinks. <laughs> it's like you know what I mean. Like he drinks his cigars and smokes his whiskey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just I think that was a little over the top. But I, I as far as the supernatural parts go, I think they were right on the nose. I think they were really well written. I think the um, God, where's the the one line that she even said that was good. Which one is it? It's talking about like this, oh, the yeah, curve yeah. of this mountain. Yeah. Dean reaches out, doesn't even think about it, and rests his fingertips next to Scully's. Mulder's skin is tepid, but not cold. Like there's still some fire smoldering mm. inside him, just mm. under his rib cage. Yeah. That's good. He probably just died, that's why. Yeah. But yeah, I yeah. like that. Yeah. And that's some good. Um, I feel like Supernatural has a noir twist sure. to it. Okay. Uh, fantastical noir ish sort of feeling and mm-hmm. i think i think that wording captures it that wording gets it you know what i mean yeah it is I, yeah. what i what i like for me like when i think of this fan fiction it seems it delves a little too like i would say melodrama a little bit so and that's kind of the extreme of what yeah. you're getting at like it yeah. can become a little too self-serious yeah. and and I, that kind I mean of thing. supernatural definitely gets that way sometimes mm-hmm. it's, it's on cw yeah yeah but it's one of those things where it's like it's cheesy, but you gotta like you gotta like the cheese. You gotta mm-hmm. eat up the cheese because that's what the show is. And right. if you take it seriously, the cheese won't seem so bad. But if you don't care, the cheese is gonna seem terrible. Yeah, it's gonna be something smelly and moldy. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. But if if, if scully you like and the show, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's gonna it's gonna be a scully and molder cheese. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Compliments, I think it was really well written. There were like There's some really standout lines. Yeah. There were I live I re, I live for the standout lines yeah. of fan fiction because Absolutely. I sometimes I think someone thought of a sentence and mm-hmm. then they built the fan fiction around it. That's still really cool. I'm for it. I, I mean, when you get yeah. to it, it's like yes, yes, yes. I think the story was good. I, I liked how it kind of checked in every every few years. Yeah, and just ran into pretty, each yeah, other. Pretty, yeah, pretty classic, nice structure. Yeah, like I said, tonally it kind of hit. I think it, it hit really well where it should. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? With with Supernatural, at least. So okay. I liked it. I thought it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think it's the best thing we've read on the show, but I, I yeah. think it's up there. Oh, yeah. Again, for yeah. Me, I think it's a little little melodrama kind yeah. of kind Yeah, of a little deal. short. It could have been a little longer even, you know? Sure. But, you know, part of the reason that this is so good is that we don't get to see the hunt of them with, with Scully. And mm-hmm. One thing that I kind of saw, uh, I've, I've been watching a couple of like, video series about the difference between horror in TV and movies and books. And one thing like H.P. Lovecraft, what he did a lot when he would write horror. That's Harry Potter Lovecraft for everyone out there. Lovecraft, yes. One of the things that he would do is he would write and he'd be like, there was this monster and it was so inconceivably scary. Mm-hmm. It had this. And he would give like little bits and pieces of what the monster looked like. But the scariest thing is that mm-hmm. your mind conjured up this crazy oh, yeah. thing. And there's no way the monster looked the same in anybody's mind. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've talked about this. Like yeah. fear and comedy share yes. both that they are entrenched in the unknown. Yes. And it all comes down to timing. Exactly. Something scary or funny. And so I feel like that's almost the same with this, where you don't see the battle, but you know that they go and kill that fucking werewolf. Right. And I don't know who pulls the trigger. I don't know, you know, who ends up dealing the death blow. I'd like to think it was, uh, what, Scully, because she's never killed a werewolf before. But, you know, who knows? And I think that's cool. I think you get to you get to choose your own adventure after that. And mm-hmm. I think that's a, a really cool device, really cool plot device. Mm-hmm. And, you, and I think that's what I like about fan fiction overall is it kind of just gives you more yeah. of those little moments yeah. and those little things. Yeah. 
It's a little uh, little bite-sized bits. Unless you're reading like a 145,000 exactly, word yeah. thing. And then you're just... Those exist. You're diving into it. Yeah. So yeah, that was uh, Veritas Veritas. Archive of what, what do you think the title means in, Veritas, relation, Veritas. in relation to the, the story? Truth. The truth is out there. Veritas Veritas. Veritas meaning truth. Goddess of truth. Is that a... Maybe it's a line from something. But, yeah. Maybe so, it's a thing from X-Files and we're uncultured. Well, no. It, it, the truth is out there. That's yeah. the X-Files saying. Yeah. So that's... It's about that's that. That's truth. That's truth, the yeah. kind of... A, recurring theme yeah is that he's been ignited he's so they're kind of the truth adding that into the supernatural lore that's awesome hmm. that's really cool and again i'm a sucker for latin put anything yeah. in latin you yeah. could put like like something dumb in latin i'd be like yeah that's awesome and cultured yeah. that's sweet mm-hmm. i could get like just like the anything like uh asap rocky lyrics mm-hmm. fucking problem in latin i would put it like above my ke- my kitchen yeah and I'd, like show it off to people be like look at this quick latin fact what is the uh, famous Caesar phrase about? It's not et tu, is it? No, no, et tu brute. No. Yeah. Well, what did he say when he would, uh, about Rome? Was it Caesar? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it was Caesar who said it. VVV? What does that mean? Veni vidi vici. I came, I saw, I conquered. Oh, yeah, okay. You know what no, I'm talking about? I hadn't heard that. You, you never heard that? Nope. So that was like, that's like a very popular phrase attributed. I'm pretty sure it's a Caesar, which is a Veni vidi vici. Mm-hmm. I came, I saw, I conquered. Interestingly enough. Veni vidi. Vici. No Vici. No Vici. Benny Vici. You came, I saw. Ah, uh, Benny. I came. That was a joke. Oh. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> sex! High five! Yes! People do sex. Benny. I saw this this uh, linguist talking about that phrase, and apparently, because it's Vici, so it's V-I-C-I, apparently if something was written that way, it would be pronounced like a K instead of a Ch. Vicky. Vicky, and the V's would have, been, would have been pronounced like W's. So it's actually Winnie Weedy Weedy. <laughs> That's immediately less cool. <laughs> totally different. Winnie Weedy Weedy. Yeah, Veni Vidi Vici sounds not only Italian as fuck, mm-hmm. but it just sounds like badass. Like yeah. Veni Vidi Vici. Boom. Like Boom. John McClane yeah. says that yeah. as he jumps out of a helicopter. Yeah. But Winnie Weedy Weedy. That just doesn't sound as cool. Yeah, so that's a, a fun Latin fact. I know you eat Latin up. I, I so love Latin. Yeah, yeah, that's go. fantastic. It's a fun Latin fact. Ryan, what are you stoked on this week? Um, actually, while you were talking about this, it made me think of a podcast I listened to a long time ago. Okay. It's called The Adventure Zone. It is phenomenal. It's three three brothers and their dad, and they play Dungeons & Dragons oh, together. yeah. Um, and one of the brothers is the Dungeon Master, the two mm-hmm. other. And they, I just have this story. And it begins, like, innocuous enough. Yeah. Um, and then it just... Like each episode's like two and a half hours, and there are about a hundred episodes in the first arc, and it is just so. I listened to the whole thing. Yeah, I that's not something I normally do. I did, it was the summer of 2018. Listened to the whole thing. Wow, and it's it's incredible. It's just a huge, dense, and there's actually fan fiction written about it. <sighs> that's so. Cool. It's come. It's become its own thing. Yeah, and um, it's 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 just really good. It's very it's funny. It's emotional, and then they have all these like really good like animated bits on um, on on YouTube, and they actually made their yeah. own graphic novel out really? of it. They like made a graphic novel of the first season, yeah, and um, it's really great. And then they once they finished their hundred episode arc, they did Monster of the Week, and it sounds a lot like Supernatural, where oh, they they cool. playing Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. but the theme is there's a monster that comes to town. Mm-hmm. They have to research it. They have to get points. I think there's a type of okay. role playing yeah. game called Monster of the Week. Oh, that's really cool. So when cool. you said Monster of the yeah. Week, made me think of that. Maybe think of The Adventure Zone. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Great theme song. Amazing podcast. Well, there you go. That's a cool thing to be stoked on. Mine's a little, I don't know, a little different. 
I am currently stoked on reading. And by that, uh, I have a long drawn out. Yeah, reading, reading rainbow. I have a long drawn out explanation. I've been thinking about this one. I've been letting this one. I'm going to go to the bathroom. Stew. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, he's gone. Okay. Well, I'm just talking to you, listener. Yeah, for the longest time, I feel like especially when you're in public school, you kind of get forced to read a lot. It's very uninspiring to be forced to read something that you don't want to read. And when I was a kid, I used to read all the time, mainly nonfiction, but I used to read a lot. And then I kind of stopped and I focused on, you know, video games and movies and TV shows and hanging out with my friends and pining over girls who never liked me. And I never really got back into it. And it's always something that like values so highly. And I'm one of those stupid people that walks into a bookstore and immediately knows I have to buy something because I'm just so inspired by like how much information is in a bookstore. And I understand I look at my phone and there's all the information ever, but it's different when it's, it's tangible and it's right there in front of you. It's such, like I said, I value it so highly. It's such a positive habit for me that I've always wanted to get back. It's been slow. It's been a very slow process for me to get back into it. But, you know, I deleted all the games off my phone. You got games on your phone? I used to have games on my phone. I don't have any more, <gasps> unfortunately. Yeah. I I kind of really distanced myself from social media. And any time that I have the impulse to pick up, when I would have the impulse to pick up my phone to play a game or to go on social media just to waste time, I'm like, well, if you're going to waste time, waste it constructively and read. And I've been really trying to get into that. And I've been, now that the weather's a little nicer, I've been going out into the park and trying to read out there just so I'm not in my apartment cooped up. And I've really been enjoying it. So I'm really stoked on it. Dune was definitely like the hurdle for me where I mm-hmm. fell back in love with the reading. Catalyst. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. But when my. It my, just takes one book to really get you started. It sparked. really does. Yeah. And my, my last semester in college, I had to read, I think, nine or seven novels. It was a war class where I read like Catch 22, Slaughterhouse Five, stuff like that. And I read them. I, I read them all and I enjoyed them, but I didn't retain the habit. And then I, when I, you know, graduated, I read a couple books, by, you know, on my own. And I read a couple books on my own and they were good, but like, it was just, it was, wasn't something that motivated me to get back into it the way that I am now. I read Dune. I got so stoked on it. Now I'm into halfway into American Gods. I love it. I've always been, I've always read a lot of comics and graphic novels so that's yeah you i mean you've always had that so yeah it's not like you totally yeah gave I, you know up. i didn't yeah. I, yeah but I, it's different to read a graphic novel or a comic than it is to read a book i went to uf like i said to talk to some professors and go find gators. housing and everything go gators and i talked to one of my professors and i kind of said hey what do i need to do to prepare for this this program and he goes all right i want you to read as many fictional books as you can before you get here fiction yeah i'm like what and he goes what are we? I'm like, anthropologists, cultural anthropologists. He's like, yeah, but what are we at the heart? I'm like, uh, he goes, we're storytellers, aren't we? We're telling people's stories. And that's one of the things that's really attracted me to anthropology is that it's, it's very storytelling heavy. It's, it's based in storytelling. Mm-hmm. The things that I have written can be as narrative as I want them to. A good anthropological book is written like a novel. And so you have to be entertaining. You have to be engaging. You have to make people want to read you. And so he said, I want you to read as many fictional books as you can so Hmm. you learn how to write interestingly. That's interesting. So then when you write your stuff, people want to read it. And I sat there and my heart fluttered and I was like, I'm so happy. That's awesome. So I was like, dude, I just finished Dune and I I started telling him all this stuff I've been reading. He's like, that's awesome. Keep reading. Mm -hmm. I was like, really? He's like, yeah, keep reading. And when you get here, don't stop. Read when you can. Read for fun. Don't let it interrupt your studies. 
but you really need to learn how to tell stories the right way. And I think I'm making good progress that way. But he's like, you need to read as much fiction as you can so you know how to write interestingly. Yeah, because it's easy to get into such like a cold, detached, yes. fact-driven way. You have yes. to you have to tug at people's heartstrings. Because at the end of the day, you've got to sell it. I've got to sell it, and I've got to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Like, it's when you're writing something about, you know, even historical events, it doesn't have to be narrative. True. It just has to be fact-driven. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of cultural anthropology is up to interpretation, you're... It's one of those things where a lot of sciences, a lot of humanities try to act like they're not biased at all. Especially, that's my biggest problem with history. Historians like to act like they have no bias, which all I can say to that is, fuck you. Yes, you have bias. Okay. Anthropologists, on the other hand, go, hey, you know what? We're biased. I'm biased. These are my biases. This is my my interpretation and my perspective. And I'm going to tell you what I think. That's the more, that's more important because yes. we all that's how we all live. No it, one lives like this cold, unbiased exactly. robot. Exactly, and it contextualizes why I'm I'm writing what I'm writing. Mm-hmm. If I tell you, oh, I come from this, I'm this sort of person, I like these things, and then I write something that you might not agree with, you can go back and read it and go, oh, I see why he thinks that way. That makes sense. Boom. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it, you know, it's I'm, like in a business. It's like it's yeah. not about like it, you want to get things done, but it's mostly about the communication. Exactly, things are explained. Yes. everyone has an understanding of what the this, the the direction yes. is. Why? And I'm I'm going to be taking many classes to teach me theory and teach me methods and to teach me how to do the research. But very rarely am I going to be taking a class that teaches me how to write something interesting. And that's what he said to do. So I'm stoked on reading. I'm stoked that I'm in a cool place. Where, as a part of my job, basically, I am told to read. Mm. Now that I'm falling that's, back in love with it, yeah, that's that's really, yeah, that's, and that's rare. Yeah, that's and that's really cool. Yeah, thank you. So I'm I'm stoked on that. I'm I'm really happy. I I'm so optimistic for the futures, and I'm very excited. So I I, I figured I'd extend that uh, to the podcast and tell everyone. And you know, I I posted a thing to Twitter at, when this gets posted. It'd be a couple weeks ago. It'll be um, buried in all of our yeah, sick yeah, memes and, and tweets, retweets. But it was about how reading for 30 minutes a day can kind of just change your perspective on things. And I think one thing that I, I really had to overcome is like when you're watching a movie, you have to have an attention span for two hours at least. Or, you know, at the most, depending on the movie. And then your attention can go to something else. If you're watching a YouTube video, 15 minutes maybe. And then it can go to something else. Playing a video game, you play as long as you want and then you hit save. Seven hours. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're binging a Netflix show, stuff like that. Like they don't require – like. I guess it's to me. You talking about the carryover required to like read a book for thirty minutes and come back to it the next day. Well, not only that, but it's like watching a movie. You're being stimulated in the eyes. It's telling you exactly what manually to see. Manually stimulated. Manually stimulated, and then you're being stimulated in the ears. They're telling you exactly what to hear. And okay, it's a curated experience. Yes, with a book, it's so much different. It's much more imaginative, and I think it, it takes more. It takes a. Um, did you try doing that thing in the video where? You yeah, like, I did. Read really fast. Yeah, I did that, and the one where he's like, well, if it says they taste something, taste it. If they say that they hear something, hear it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, I you know, I'm kind of really getting into that mood to where it's becoming more of it's a. An fi- it's an experience. You're experiencing what the character is experiencing. Did For you just 30... teach me how to read? What? How dare you? How dare you? For 30 minutes a day, I can be Shadow Moon from American Gods, and I can ride in the front seat with Mr. Wednesday, mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And it, it's something that I fell out of love with because I was forced to do it, and I'm such a fucking contrarian. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm like getting back to it, and even a graphic novel is different because they're telling you exactly what to, to look at, yeah, what yeah. to think about. It's I, I feel like the attention span it takes to read is just leagues and miles ahead of 
people, you know, what most people want to put in today. Sure. Especially but since it's, it's, it's so rewarding. Easy. It's so much more As, rewarding. It's a, it's a tough nut to crack, but it's worth it. I am more stoked on Dune than I have been any movie in the past 10 years, quite honestly. It's I, such a personal, special yeah, experience. Exactly. Yeah. And then I can find people that are like minded, like, God, I also read that mm-hmm. behemoth of a book. Yeah. Or you, you read American Gods. When mm-hmm. I'm done, we'll be like, man, we read 200,000 words of Neil Gaiman's mind. Mm-hmm. How fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's and it's like everyone's like oh, I used to read it as a kid, but I don't yeah. anymore. It's about a time thing, and it's seen as like, it's like a kid thing. It's like I'm kind of grown yeah, out of reading exactly. books and because we're so we're all so like busy, that. and also. But that's I, what that that's what that video is really important. Just, yeah, just take that little fraction of time, exactly. and it, it really does enrich your life. It does, and I also think it it enforces something that a lot of people lack nowadays, which is discipline. And I, I just mean discipline to not fall into bad habits or discipline to not fall into easy habits Mm -hmm. and i think it's easier to watch 30 minutes of tv or youtube a day than it is to read a book for 30 minutes a day and having the discipline to get away from the easy thing and go towards the fulfilling and meaningful thing is important and i encourage that that's all i I, that's my piece that's my that's my stoked on yeah no i I definitely that's um that's good. Yeah, that makes, that makes me feel good. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying. You know, I'm trying. To, and you know, we're all about reading and story and yeah. Narr- hey, that's a cornerstone and, of yeah, this. I mean, of this podcast. Yeah. So I kind of, kind of thought I'd drive that home. We do read a lot. Maybe this kind yeah. of got you in an in oblique it. way yeah. down that road, exactly. down that old town road. Stop um, it. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing that story with thank me. Thank you, dude. Yeah. I, thank you I, for I really, appreciating it. I enjoyed learning about Dean and Sam Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> all of their crazy escapades. You're very welcome. I hope you watch Supernatural. I, you can report back to me on how you feel about I'm it. I'm going to just read the captions. <laughs> I have my own experience. Okay. I'm going to put it on caption and read Please the captions. Please do. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for this episode. Hey, follow us where close you follow the us. Book yeah, let's close the book one. on this one. Follow us where you follow us. Write a review for us. Follow us through the streets of New York. Please give us monies. Mm-hmm. Please don't find me in New York. I, actually, I don't really Literally care. follow us. Yeah, literally follow me. Surveil us. Yes. Park outside our apartment. Yes. I will give you the address. Ryan keeps getting <laughs> random stickers sent to his house. Not random. Stickers I requested. Yeah, he required. joking. Thank you to everyone who sent a sticker, too. Yeah. You guys are awesome. They're cool. Well, who sent you stickers so far? You are not alone. And you, no, you are all alone. Podcast. You are all alone. I'm yeah. sorry. Um, and the Angry Dad. Angry podcast. Dad. Yeah. Thank you both. Pretty if you sweet, if you yeah. hear this, I got a magnet from the Angry Dad podcast too. Oh, did he really? He sent you a magnet it's too. On my fridge. Dog. That guy's so fucking cool. Yeah, cool. What a cool dude. What a cool dude. Yeah. So thank you guys. We appreciate that. We appreciate you listening. If you stuck through all this, and uh, what should we remember, Ryan? I mean, well, you kind of you kind of hit on it. Go out there, tell your story. Yeah. You got a story. It's worthwhile to hear. We all need to hear it. So yeah. go out and tell it. So. Take a look. It's in a book. The truth is out there. (laughs) Ryan's acting like a spaceman.